Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Sheena Show. This is episode five, and I'm really excited about this one. I know I say that about everyone, (laughs) but okay, this one, I am going to talk about the myth of passion, which I feel really personally invested in because for the longest time, I felt like there was something wrong with me and I was a defective human being because I didn't have one. So here's the message for today. There is nothing wrong with you if you don't have a passion. Maybe you're just in the midst of cultivating it. And I'm going to tell you what I've learned from my experience to maybe help you along that journey and reframe the thinking around passion a little bit. Because there really is a myth, right? And when most people hear my story, how I went from unhappy corporate securities lawyer and I finally quit and then I found calligraphy (laughs) and now here I am living my passion and so happy and doing calligraphy every day and my life couldn't be better, right? That's the condensed version and it absolutely feeds into this myth of passion where if you just find that one thing, it's out there. You just gotta go find it under a rock somewhere and then the rest of your life will be like magic. We see this all the time, right? I mean, there's all the do what you love, love what you do, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. Follow your passion, never give up. These myths that we grow up with, like the myth of Mozart. He was playing piano at the age of three and he must have just, you know, as soon as he sat down, it was like it was made for him, like it was fated by the universe and music and composition just kind of came down to him from heaven and it was his passion and what he was meant to do in life. That's the myth. And I feel like it's a really beautiful dream and inspiration when you think of it the right way. And when you think of it the wrong way, it can actually be really damaging and debilitating. And like I said before, make you think that you're missing that thing in your life and somehow there's something wrong with you because you don't have it. So here's why I think that passion... Finding it is a myth because sure, Mozart had amazing raw talent. Not all three-year-olds can play the piano, but he also worked really hard at the piano. He played and practiced and worked continuously on his music almost every single day. So here's what I want to suggest put out there. Here's my theory. Passion is not something you find somewhere laying around like you forgot it or like you are meant to meet up with it in the universe like it's a soulmate or something because that's dangerous what if you never meet it what happens to you instead i like to think of passion as something that comes out of passionate practice something that can be developed okay so now i I know a lot of you are probably thinking ew right sheena that's circular (laughs) passion comes out of passionate practice how do you how do you get there so let me break down 
the three somethings of passionate practice <laughs> that I've thought of. Three somethings because they all start with something. So number one, it's got to be something you enjoy. Not necessarily the fiery love of your life, not something you can't live without, Not nothing like that. Just you enjoy it because you can't force yourself to do something that you absolutely hate, right? So there's got to be some enjoyment there. Another thing about this first something is that some people get really lucky and just find it right away or come upon it right away, maybe early in childhood and they just cello. Came across it, loved it, stuck with it, it's their thing. Other people, a lot of other people, I feel like the majority of people, it takes a while to discover what this is. It takes some trial and error, it takes some exploration to really understand what is it that I like and what is it that I don't like and why are there certain aspects about this one thing that don't quite appeal to me maybe I can find something that has a little bit something different, right? So it takes a little exploration. But that's the first something, something you enjoy. The second something is something that you can see progress in. Something you can see actually developing. Because the most frustrating thing in the world is to keep working at something and working at something diligently and not see anything happening and any progress happening. Not to say that you should give up because you don't see progress right away. Progress comes often in spurts and starts. It's not linear exactly, but some progress, some getting better. And this will be different for each person. That's the beautiful thing. Some people will see small progress and go, yeah, I'm actually doing it. This is awesome. Some people see a lot of progress sort of objectively and still think, ugh. I feel like I should be better. So it, it's not measured by any objective ruler or measuring stick. It's just something that you can see and feel progress in. Okay, that's the second something. So the first something is something you enjoy. Second something is something that you can see progress in, see yourself developing in. And the third something, which might be the most important something of all, at least if you have a personality anything like mine. The third something is something that you can work towards. This means something that you can see in the distance, some goal, some way of being or living or doing that you want to get to and you can see how your practice is kind of getting you there and you can get there. It might be way off in the distance. For example, I want to become a full-time calligrapher. It might be way over there in the distance, but you can see it. So you know it's there and you know that there must be some way to get there. For me, this is a really important something. It takes all of that practice and it gives it some focus. It gives it somewhere to go. It gives it something larger than just being in it. Something larger that kind of drives the practice. That's the third something. And just to summarize, <laughs> these are the three somethings that make up and can lead to passionate practice. Here's the thing about passionate practice. Once you find something that you can passionately practice, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna lead to the one thing that you do for the rest of your life. It could. It absolutely could. I actually think passionate practice is a prerequisite for that. Just like with my experience, I've practiced calligraphy almost every day for almost six years. <laughs> you know, that doesn't, I can't just do that with anything. 
right? That is passionate practice. And that's led to my life's work. But passionate practice could also just lead you to a season of incredible focus and clarity and creative expression and amazing flow. You know, the passionate practice, you can get into it without there being all of this weight and expectation of it being the one thing that you're supposed to find in life. And then, you know, once you take away that expectation and that heaviness, you can really enjoy that passionate practice because that passionate practice, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that lights you up. That's the stuff that you get into it and just hours fly by and you look up and you say, holy crap, I had no idea that I had spent that long really into this one thing. You feel refreshed. You feel rejuvenated. You feel like this is living. That's passionate practice. And I I came up with this idea because I see it so much in my calligraphy students. In my course, Modern Calligraphy 101, I see my students with these three somethings. It's really important. And I think that's what distinguishes it from maybe previous creative things that they've tried. It's something that they enjoy for sure. They wouldn't have signed up for calligraphy if they (laughs) didn't enjoy something about it, right? There's something where they can really see themselves developing and growing as they practice. And that's because they have some guidance and tools and troubleshooting. They're not alone doing it, right? They can get past the obstacles and the blocks, which inevitably happen when you're learning anything creative. So that's really important to get past those so you can see that progress. And then three, most importantly, they're in this community where they see that there is so much possible once you learn calligraphy. There is going full-time with calligraphy. There is doing calligraphy on the side. There is doing calligraphy seasonally just to make a little bit of extra money. There is doing calligraphy for all of your friends' beautiful life events. There's so much on the horizon that lends a real purpose, something to work towards for them. And I feel like that's why calligraphy and particularly, you know, calligraphy, my students, the way they're learning it, it changes a lot of lives. It's not just learning calligraphy. It's really opening up something. It's really finding passion, but it comes through passionate practice. It's not, you know, right away. It's because they had those three somethings. And just to sum it up once more, in case you forgot, (laughs) um, something you enjoy, something you can see yourself developing and growing in, and something that you are working towards with this. So maybe now that you know this, and if that's clicking for you, maybe you can go out and find that and stop putting such a burden on yourself to find your passion, but maybe just go find some passion and practice. Find something that you can get into for a little while and see where it leads you. And it might be something truly marvelous. So that's what it means to be on a crooked creative path. Go do it. Keep being on it. Keep finding that creativity and don't give up and don't beat yourself up for not having finding your passion yet. It might just be waiting for you to cultivate. All right, everybody stay on that crooked creative path. I'll see you next time. 
Hey, if you're interested in calligraphy, I have a free resource I really want to share with you. Calligraphy completely changed my life. And if you've ever been interested in learning it, it could totally change yours too. I know that sounds like an exaggeration, but I've seen it happen for so many of my students. So if you're interested in learning calligraphy and you'd like to learn it with me, because you like my style and you like the Sheena show, I really want you to check out my free introduction to calligraphy workshop. It's absolutely free. You can sign up and learn in about an hour some really essential tricks and tips for getting started with point-to-pen calligraphy, how I teach calligraphy and the framework that I use for my students, and how you can learn with me if that's what you want to do. This free workshop is at freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Super easy, freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Hope to see you in the training. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast? And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.